0: Hello my Conscious Soul, this is Jay Wayne. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number 6 with Man Simek. Man is a transformational coach, speaker, retreat host, aspiring writer and meditation teacher after building several successful businesses ranging from digital media to cannabis and turning one of them to eight figures. Most of her life, she's had a longing for her calling, hoping to be fulfilled by a traditional success. After reaching it, she's realized she still felt empty until one day she had a spiritual awakening through meditation. That's when she found the true bliss and her calling in life. Her mission is to help people live more abundantly in all areas of life. You can reach Man via Instagram on Mansemic. that's M-A-R-N-A-S-E-M-I-C-K, or go to www.mancemic.com to check out her coaching programs and offerings mom was kind enough to give out her instagram for business guide a hundred page document for free to all podcast listeners click in the description link of this episode to claim the free guide along with other discounted products in this episode we addressed the power of meditation how to guard our thoughts and stay in the present moment and how to heal past traumas through meditation. If you want to access the 8-week chakra healing meditation, please click on the description of this episode to claim your discounted offer. Here's my interview with Man. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. If you're looking to build a business around your passion, then this program is right for you. The next program starts Wednesday, October 14th, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to www.mancimic.com. Slash conscious dash wealth dash building and use the coupon code ConsciousChats at checkout to claim your special offer. You can find these details in the description of the podcast. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Right, let's dive into it straight away. So let's start off with your history, who you are, and where you grew up, and what were your early years were like?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Idaho. So I had a very pleasant childhood, but I re- I remember being alone a lot. Yeah. So I had a dog, and I remember walking through the woods with my dog. Um, and I, you know, I don't have a ton of memories of my childhood, which is really strange. So, so yeah, I. I was very comfortable being alone and playing you know by myself as a child mm-hmm. um, which is why I think I'm I'm okay being alone in my environment today yeah so it's really interesting being super connected with nature being very pensive and thoughtful as a child I was always you know people always kind of mis- mystified me. You know, I, I, it, they always seemed to be doing really strange things, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So it was, my experience as a child was, I think, because I'm an empath, right? So yeah. so I didn't know that, that other people weren't having the same experience as me. As you, yeah. I thought that everybody could feel the way, I thought everybody could feel other people's Energies. I didn't know until adulthood that, that other people didn't have that quality. Developed yeah, so you've in
0: them. been able to feel it since you were young, but you didn't know how to articulate it then. You're like, "What is this strange feelings that I'm feeling?"
1: Yeah, and that, I think that's why I preferred what you know, being in nature and being with animals, because when I was around other humans, I was absorbing their energy,
0: yeah. and I didn't
1: know that it wasn't mine. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So is it like, um, I mean, I like to spend a lot of time alone as well. And that's, you know, how sometimes people say that, I I don't know if you believe in, um, reincarnations and you know, all those stuff. And sometimes when you are an also Mm -hmm. you tend to like, ever since you were young, you tend to spend a lot of time alone and you just sort of, you sort of have this knowledge and these, ideas about the world ever since you were little and you were looking Mm -hmm. at other adults and like, oh, what do you, like, just, you're trying to make sense of everything and Mm -hmm. internalizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I often, oftentimes I
1: wonder if this is my last go around, if, if this is, if that, if I will reach enlightenment at this, in this life. Mm. It, okay. it, I, I wonder that because I feel like I do feel like I'm a really old soul mm. and I feel like I've been around the block and I've, I've had lots of, you know, imagery of being other people and being in different lives and, mm. you know, having a lot of experiences and, and so, yeah, it, it is interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll break through and I'll, <laughs>
0: this will be like the last go around so and tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So you have developed several um, successful businesses and one of them, you turn into eight figures over the course of uh, 20 years of building businesses from digital media to cannabis. So can you elaborate on your journey? Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've had many successful businesses in my life and I've also had a couple of good solid failures.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So I think that's, you know, any good entrepreneur knows that they're going to fail. Um, And I think failure is what brought me to where I am today and makes me the success that I am. Uh, But yeah, I had a digital media marketing agency and I took that company, you know, from zero basically to an eight figure company. It was a really successful company. Um, And, you know, it started to become a little soul sucking for me. Okay. I always, yeah, I'd always had chased, you know, wealth. I'd always, I always had chased the dollar and, you know, when I got it finally, I, it just didn't satisfy me. You know, I wasn't, I was always looking for external means to make myself happy. And mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing that you can, obtain, whether it be a business or whether it be, you know, anything you ingest or another person or money, there's nothing that you can attain that will make you happy. And I think Mm -hmm. that as an entrepreneur, having that life cycle to be able to have a successful business, also have some failures, having financial success, and then realizing oh, like this isn't, this isn't it. This isn't yeah. why I'm here, you know? Mm. Um, and so I, I, I had success in the digital media marketing and I thought, you know, this isn't, I felt like it was soul sucking for me. That's the only way I can put it. Yeah. So then I transitioned into cannabis where I <laughs> sold wholesale flour. Mm-hmm. Um, I've moved probably tens 10,000 pounds or so in, Across the the legal cannabis market here in yeah. California, um, so then, you know, that didn't bring me joy either. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, "What is going on here?" Yeah. You know, I've, yeah. I've had success. I've had failures. Like, what do I really want to do? And in you know, early in 2020 is when I had my you know spiritual awakening when I got it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. I'm here to help other people. Mm. Um, and so it's, now I've started a business around that.
0: Yeah. How long did it take you to realize that this isn't for me? Say you were chasing the traditional success and like normally majority of the people, that's something that we would do anyway, that we've been trying to chase the dollars. And, you know, and you're very lucky that you reached that. Some people probably end up chasing throughout their whole life and never reached that. So then, right. once you reach that, then like, what was the nudge that you feel? Then it's like, okay, or when did you make that final decision that okay, this is this is not for me? Or do you have to go through a few stages?
1: Well, I hope that it's different for other people, but it took me a good, I mean, couple of decades to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I needed to have those experiences. I, I it was part of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Part of my purpose was to have the success and to have the failure, mm-hmm. right? So that I can teach others. Yeah. So I can teach others what not to do and what to what do, to and, do. How, yeah. and how to find their purpose and live in their passion. I was just in denial. You know, mm-hmm. I, I knew I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I knew I was an empath and a healer. I knew that I was here to help, you know, motivate and empower other people, specifically yeah. women. Yeah. You know, I I I knew that for a really long time, but you know, the world likes to tell you that success looks like this, you know, XYZ. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not doing that, you know, and I and and I was asleep. I was asleep. I didn't know. I didn't know.
0: Yeah. And
1: and then and then I started talking to my angels actually. Oh, so I started talking to my angels for a good two to three years. I'm like, help me. What what do I need to see here? And then one day it was last year. I, I took out this big sticky note. It was like a wall size sticky note. I started writing things on it. All these things that I want to accomplish. And there are a lot of financial goals on there and relationship goals and put it on the wall. I kept asking my angels, like, you know, help me out angels. What do I need to see? What do I need to see? And I kept walking by that sticky note every day Mm. and it stopped me dead in my tracks. And I was like, Oh, and I looked at the sticky note and I took out a big marker Mm. and I started circling things like internal and external An internal thing was, was a a to do or a a goal, like be happy. An external thing was, you know, make $50,000 this month. Mm. And so I started to circle all the external things and I had all external things on my list. And I was mm. like, Oh, I get it now. My whole life I had been chasing things outside of myself. Mm. Yeah. And it finally registered. It finally got me that I was like, Oh, I need to work on this inside. I need to work on myself. So yeah. I started to sit in meditation and I st- I've been a spiritual person and I've done a lot of yoga and meditation, but Mm -hmm. for some reason this clicked and it just like all this trauma came up, burned up, you know, and I just woke up and I was like, Oh, so I transcended my former self and my former self was somebody that was really stressed out Mm. and had a lot of anxiety that I carried around a lot of fear in my body. Mm. So once I got rid of that,
0: now I live in-
1: through meditation. Uh, yeah. And I created this eight week meditation series too called the Chakra Clearing Meditation Series, which mm-hmm. is exactly what I did to wake up. And I was like, oh, I need to record this for other people. Yeah. So that's available on my website. But, but now I, I just live in bliss. I, I have amazing. Yeah. And, and that's what I want to teach people too. I want to teach them, you know, business so that people can build businesses around their passion but infused in in what i do is is helping people wake up
0: amazing because it's it's right like as human being we tend to seek external validation so you think that you want the success and all these things because we think that that's going to make us happy and also even in say hypothetical relationship as well so mm-hmm. you think that being in a relationship, like it's going to make you happy. And then, then you realize you're with that person that you want to be with. Then you're like, I'm still not happy. Like
1: what's going on? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. And
0: it's just like, it's about like trying to find, trying to feel full within yourself and without relying on other people, or other external values. This is a journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. But meditation really can get you there. Yeah. In in meditation, when you practice, so there's there's negative thoughts, there's positive thoughts, there's presence, and then that's when bliss comes in. Mm-hmm. So so if you're, many people are still in negative thinking. Yep. Right. So and they don't even know that that's happening. They're not even aware of what the thoughts are. Right. So if you mm-hmm. feel bad, if for some reason now today I feel anxiety. I'm like, whoa, huge wow. red flag, like some, because thoughts become things yeah, and feelings, mm-hmm. right? So if I am not feeling amazing, then I, I'm now, I stand guard over my thoughts and my mind. Mm-hmm. I've, I have a lot more mastery over my mind than I did 10 years ago. And oh. and this is the key to success is, is just standing guard over your thoughts. So if you're in negative thinking, correcting that going to positive thinking. But even if you're in positive thinking, positive thinking is just a cover-up for a negative yeah. thinking. When you are in presence, when you are in extreme presence mm-hmm. in your moment, there is no thought.
0: Mm. You are
1: just channeling. Yeah. Right. And that's what gives you the feeling of bliss.
0: Yeah. So, how, in terms of meditation, how do we? How long do we meditate for in order to get that bliss stage? Because sometimes people would do only five minutes, or some people would do ten minutes or twenty minutes. But I read it in that article saying that just you know doing five minutes still is not enough because when you're in the five minute stage, you just it's just the first stage in order to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. get to that or in order to get the most benefits out of it or just you have to do it at least 20 minutes. Is that?
1: Yeah, what I found when I sat in meditation, you know, before my big, you know, awakening or whatever, um, I started with 10 minutes and that felt really good. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Mm, I feel like it's not long enough. So I would sit for 15 Mm. And then I would sit for 20 and I would, I was like, I still, I got a lot of stuff, I, you know, it mm. took me a while. Cause it, it, oh. that's what happens is it, it just kind of takes you, if you're new to meditation, it takes you a minute to even just realize the amount of talk that's going on in your mind.
0: Yeah, the amount of long. chatter.
1: Cause we're still engaging. Most of us are still engaging, you know, with no chatter. <laughs> we're, what does it do after? We think that it's us. Yeah. So yeah. it actually takes a minute. You know, now I probably sit for probably 20 minutes twice a day. Definitely in the morning and, and in the evening before I go to bed. And sometimes in the middle of the day, I'll do, you know, do a quick meditation. I agree that
0: five minutes is not enough. Yeah. So is it just sitting through silent or listening you, to like audio or... Like what sort of meditation that do you do? Cause everyone does the meditation differently.
1: Yeah. Now I, I used to listen to an app. Um, you can listen to recorded meditations, which is my chakra clearing series mm-hmm. is a recorded meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, you could listen to pleasant music for me. Now I sit in silence. Yeah. So I, I just sit very still some meditations. I'm focused on my breath. If I feel like I need to clear something, mm-hmm. but most of the time, it's almost as if I'm not breathing, you know, it, it's like, are you still breathing? You know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting so still and so silently. Um, so that's, but I encourage people to just try different things. Okay.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to um, rewind when you mentioned that, you know, thoughts of things. And another thing is well, it's like, sometimes, you know, we have all these negative thoughts and so on, they like, change your thoughts. Then there's other sayings that is saying your feelings are valid and you have to let your feelings out and feel them. So how do we differentiate, or how do we, like how can we acknowledge your feelings and at the same time just rewire our thoughts?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think what happens for most of us is that when we get into a negative mindset, it Mm. becomes a downward spiral Mm. and it's a spin Mm. and you go around and around and around and around and around and around and around around with that negative feeling. And that's not really recognition of it. That's Mm -hmm. more engaging in it. So, so for me now, if I come across, you know, an uncomfortable moment or let's say a trigger, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes into my experience where I'm having a reaction to it. Like, I don't like this person or I don't like what they're saying or they're offending me in some way or whatever it is. They're making me angry. Then, I'm, then it's like quick recognition for me to go, oh, the universe has just served me up this person because I, I am not clean and clear about Mm -hmm. whatever the message is, the lesson is that they're giving me, I haven't learned the lesson yet. So the universe is going to keep giving you the same experience over and over and over until you can process and learn the lesson. So now anytime I get triggered, I actually am grateful. I I immediately Mm. go to gratitude and go, oh, okay, this is interesting. This person is here to teach me something. Why am I getting triggered by this person? And I just watch myself and I learn
0: yeah so it's like instead of removing that so you're like okay well thank you for bringing this person into my life and this person is here to teach me something Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. like the same thing as say in relationships you meet you think that why do i keep meeting the same same guy same (laughs) guy the same girl why do i keep meeting and but they just In different body, but it's just the same experience. You're just like, why am I like this every time? Like, you know, it's just the same. Oh, you keep getting triggered. So that's because you haven't healed that.
1: And and I'll tell you why. Yeah, you haven't learned the lesson. And like energy attracts like energy. So your vibration, whatever it is you're putting out, is what you're attracting to you. So if you keep attracting the same partner over and over and over and you're like, but I'm a happy person. And I just attracted somebody that's not happy to me. It's because you're not completely happy. You have not cleared and you have not raised your vibration. Wow. So who, who, like, look around. I encourage you and everyone listening to this podcast, look around at the people that are in your life. Mm-hmm. If you keep attracting angry people into your experience you have not cleared some sort of anger in, within wow. yourself. Since I have gone through my, you know, transformation, many of my friends have fallen away. Wow. Yes, because our vibration is not... So you the are the
0: vibrational match to the people that are around you. So once you change your vibration, you automatically remove those people out of your life and you attract yeah. people who are yeah. at the same vibration as you. Exactly. It's amazing because even like for me as well, and that's something that I'm trying to understand, say, like I consider myself as like an empath or say someone, because I consider in every relationship, I'm like, I'm the provider, I'm the giver. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for like previously, I tend to attract a lot of the wounded people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I'm like, let me fix you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then- <laughs> yep, been there. Done that. Let me fix. And then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I'm done with the fixing because I like because, you know, it it affects me. I'm like, I don't. But why do I keep attracting like a next person as well? It's like, oh, they get like some you know, issues and like psychologically and all that. And I was like, but why? I don't understand. I'm like, I'm a happy person. I think. Yeah. It's amazing that like how you mentioned there, like. Maybe deep down inside of me, like that, there are things that I need to work on, and maybe I'm not happy. So then, mm-hmm. that's why you keep attracting people that are like,
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also
0: attracting people who are emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. As well. so maybe
1: mm-hmm.
0: I maybe. And there, maybe yeah. I myself is emotionally unavailable. That right. I keep attracting, or, or you're you're
1: scared. You you don't want to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. so you attract somebody that's unavailable. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and the thing is, is is old old energy and traumas from our past get stuck in our chakra centers. Mm. And so I I didn't have any experience in chakra healing at all, Mm. but I just intuitively started to do it. And and what will happen when you sit in meditation, you focus on the different chakra centers and this is what the, um, the series that I recorded, it walks you through each chakra center. Mm-hmm. So as you're sitting in meditation, these, um, these events and traumas will come up. And what happens is it comes up and you experience it and then you have to let it go. So it's almost like it comes up and out. The energy comes up and okay. out. And once you clear that energy, it's gone.
0: Wow. So it's like through meditation. And how, what do you think about energy healing? Is it the same as chakra energy healing, but this is just in a meditation form or? There's, there's a lot of different modalities of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big
1: believer in energy work. I believe that the, my energy extends beyond my body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that is interacting with other people's energies too. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not an expert in in that way, but okay. I, I think that there's a lot of really great healing modalities that that work with energy manipulation.
0: Okay. And speaking of modalities, now you have your coaching program. So let's deep dive into your teaching modalities that you're offering.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So... So I have, do you want to talk about the programs or the, the, the kind, like how I
0: coach? About you, how you coach and program as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I work with people to help them understand um, and feel on a very deep level that they are not their thoughts, right? Um, I want them to use their mind to, you know, execute on tasks But I don't want them to be the the servant of their mind. And most of us are walking around, and we are a servant to our own mind. And so I try to get people to understand to get a little separation from that, Mm -hmm. and understand that they are not who they think they are.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: That they are something much more profound and 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 deeper. And so I try to guide people through my coaching um, to an experience where they can have an objective point of view on who they are, right? So that they get some separation. And I try to get them to feel their presence. So the first step to that is to come into your body right? Mm -hmm. A lot of us are just in our head and we're not in our body. Yeah. So getting people to get into their body is sort of step one. So we work on practicing extreme presence, right? Um, We work on mindset, purpose, life, people, relationships, because once you master yourself, other people are really easy.
0: Mm, That's right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have this program called uh, Conscious Wealth Building and that's got to my attention as well. And I signed up for it. So can you explain to me what that program entails?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's a live group coaching uh, Zoom program. It's a nine week program. Um, that basically teaches spiritually inclined people how to build businesses around their passion. Mm -hmm. So you can do what you love and you can still be abundant. Um, So I I pull on my digital media experience. I pull on my life experience. um, We go over things like branding, um, what I call our vessels of wisdom, Mm -hmm. which if you're a spiritual person, you have a message, right? And so what we're trying to do is create different revenue streams for you where you can mm-hmm. channel your wisdom into these different vessels as I call them um, we go over things like growing your social media uh, we're launching I'll help you launch digital products and online courses amazing um, using social media as lead generation to get people to buy more of your products, mm-hmm. interacting with your fans, you know, building, building an audience. So we go over all of that.
0: Amazing. I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's, it's going
1: to be really, it's, it's really amazing. You're going to be super pleased.
0: Yeah. In terms of um, passion, what are the tips on finding passion? Cause there are people out there. They, they don't even know what they're passionate about. Yeah.
1: Well, I would say, you know, what do you enjoy doing? And and some people will, will say, oh, well, I just want to go lay on a beach. I mean, do you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's do like you? Yeah. Is there, you know, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? What brings you joy? What would you do even if you weren't getting paid joyfully? Yeah. Like, what would you do even if you weren't making a lot of money? What lights you up? Mm-hmm. What makes you giddy?
0: Yeah. You know,
1: that, that's, that's a good place to start.
0: hmm Okay. And there's also a misconception saying that passion doesn't pay the bill. So as a conscious, well-building coach, what's your opinion on that saying? Nonsense. Yeah? That's <laughs>
1: complete nonsense.
0: Yeah. So it's just a misconception. It's just,
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is about, think about it this way. There are a lot of people that are also really into whatever you're into and, and you're doing them a disservice by not bringing it to life and bringing that information to more people. Mm. There's a lot it doesn't matter how niche it is. It doesn't matter how weird it is. It doesn't matter what it is. There are other people that want to learn what you have to teach them. Mm. And and so I think where people get kind of caught up and where that that statement, you know, maybe came about is that people think they don't really have the business skills to mm-hmm. build businesses hmm. So right. if you have the business skills, if you have a formula, a formula or the format, and you add in your passion into that, there's no reason why you can't be abundant.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. In terms of manifestation, do you have any manifestation tips that you can give to the listeners? Like how can we how can they hone in their growth mindset and create more abundance in their lives
1: yeah i would say guard your thoughts just be vigilant do, do not let your mind take control and this is it it's it takes a bit of work in the beginning to become aware mm. that you're not present that you're not in the present moment most of us are stuck in the past or we're stuck in the future and we're not in the present. That doesn't mean that you can't plan, Mm -hmm. you know, you make a list, have a plan. Plans are great. Mm -hmm. But, but if you're taking a walk with your dog, enjoy what's happening around you.
0: Mm. Yeah. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we could be say like taking the dog for a walk, but then our mind is somewhere oh, you know, I have to reply to this email. I got to do this. Once I get home, I have to do that. Or then you started thinking about like in the past, like, oh, I wonder like, why would that person say this to me? I don't get it. So then that- Yes, yeah. Awareness. And we
1: obsess over it. We obsess over it. It's like a- Yeah. 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 I think one thing that's, I'll give you a pro tip is Mm -hmm. get some sort of app that is a desktop app as well as a phone app Mm -hmm. that it's like a to-do list. I use something called Evernote. Um, Evernote. Yeah. Yeah. And I keep it on my phone. So if something comes into my mind that I need to do, I immediately like go and write it on my to-do list Mm -hmm. and then it's out, it's gone. I want to keep my mind clear. So when it's time to attack the to-do list, I've got it all there and I know what I need to do. So I don't have to remember while I'm on a walk to remember to put it on the list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, do whatever it takes to stay in the present moment, guard your thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, make lists for later. Those, yeah. those are some really great ways to create that bliss that I'm talking about. So, yeah. so that when your bliss. When you're just living in bliss, that's how you manifest.
0: Mm. So what about the past thoughts pattern? Say, what about the experiences that's already happened in the past? So you will just keep replaying that in your mind. And it's basically a negative event that happened. Mm -hmm. How do Mm -hmm. we flesh that out and bring in a new thought?
1: I think the... The issue is, and, and many of my clients and my own personal experience as well, mm-hmm. have told me that once they clear it out of their body, then it doesn't stay with them. It doesn't become a, it, it doesn't live in them. Mm. So that's why the, the sitting in meditation and letting these things come up and healing yourself from past trauma is going to help you stay out of that negative mindset. So I, you know, I've had a lot of trauma in my life, but mm-hmm. it doesn't come to visit me anymore. Okay. If it does, I just go. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder why I'm thinking about that because that's not real anymore. What's mm-hmm. real is what's happening right now.
0: Wow. So, so through meditation, that we can clear out our past traumas.
1: Meditation is where it's at. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: So, um, in terms of like, how do you live your authentic life currently, and why do you think it's important to live an authentic lifestyle?
1: So, my mantras are be kind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: be be kind to everyone. Yeah, even if even if somebody is you know wronging you or is you know mean to you. You don't know what that other person has been through or is going through kindness and compassion go a, a long way mm-hmm. um and then also living joyfully you know we're doing the things that 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 bring you joy yeah if you get up every day and you hate your job Ooh, this yeah. is like a huge red flag that you're mm-hmm. in the wrong you're in the wrong place
0: so how do how do they so in terms of like say when people they said they hate their jobs, but they don't have that financial capacity to live where they're at right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they can't help but stay there. Are they? Do you have any tips on how can they slowly shift into something that they're passionate about or do something different?
1: Yes, definitely don't quit your day job while you're building your business around your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to need income, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say make a plan, you know, first you have to get really clear on, on what you're passionate about.
0: Mm-hmm. So yes. do
1: some soul searching, do some meditation, discover what brings you joy and what, what you're passionate about. What do you, I mean, what do you want to do in life?
0: Mm-hmm. This is,
1: it's, it's a miracle that we're here to begin with.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a complete miracle. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, if you study astronomy at all, like we are so tiny in an infinite universe. Mm. We are so tiny. And the fact that we're actually here is a complete miracle in and of itself. Mm. So if you're going around feeling bad about yourself and not liking your job, it's like, wake up. Yeah. This, This is your life. This is your life. And you get to do whatever you want to do. That's
0: right. You're the creator yeah. of your own life.
1: Yes. Yeah. You get to create it and it does take courage and you might fail.
0: Mm-hmm. I and think, failure yeah.
1: is a part of being successful.
0: That's why, right, because I think majority of the people are scared of the failures and also they're scared of the criticism. From-
1: criticism. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oof. That's, yeah. That's We address criticism in
1: the conscious wealth building. Because yeah. here's what, here's what will happen. You will start stepping into what you want to do and you will ha- get all kinds of unsolicited advice yeah. about what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Because most people want you to conform.
0: That's right. Yeah. Because
1: They're unhappy
0: because uh, uh, you realize this well sort of sometimes you're doing something that you're passionate about and you have other people say, you know, you're within your circle Yes. You do it, or they have a little something that's negative. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Say about it, then as a human being, you are, you can't because they're the people that you care about. So then, Mm -hmm. even though you're saying that that's not right, that's not right, you just unconsciously take in that criticism and that gets you.
1: Yes. Especially when it comes from family.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man,
1: I've been there. Oh, Yeah. yeah, I've been there. Yeah. And I think, you know, you can see through it when you, when you spend enough time working on yourself, Mm -hmm. you can see that it's, it's, and I love this line, other people's opinions of you are none of your business.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: Other people's opinions of you are none of your business. If somebody is critical of me, most likely it doesn't have anything to do with me. It really doesn't.
0: Yeah. It's probably the reflection of them. So they're subjecting.
1: It's it yes they're projecting they're basically projectile vomiting all over you what their fears are
0: mm-hmm. about
1: life and how miserable they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and here here is a person that is like passionate about what they want to do and they're really excited so I got to like throw up on you to put out that fire. That's yeah. how it feels to me sometimes when people criticize me I I I look a little bit deeper, mm. and then also there's there's usually a, a really nice nugget of truth in criticism. Yeah. Like so a, if
0: you can criticism, yeah, is good. Yeah.
1: If you can take out the nugget, you know, mm-hmm. and take out the the piece of wisdom and leave the negativity, mm-hmm. then you just had a really beautiful exchange. Yeah. And the other, you'll leave the other person going, "What just happened?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just like you taking it on as feedback yeah. rather than just.
1: Thank you very much for your feedback. I yeah, feel, yeah. I I, val- I value your opinion.
0: And I yeah, next it. time, next, next time, like if I ever I come across you. that, I'll just be like I'll value your opinion. Thank you for your feedback, and that's it. I walk away. Yeah, yeah. Rather exactly. than trying to fight for it, and then you just get getting triggered.
1: That's right. That's from right. The situation. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But. And that kindness, right? Mm. It, love and compassion. Because again, that person is probably going through something of, something of their own, you know? Mm-hmm. They're having a difficult time and they're basically taking it out on you yeah. in what looks like
0: constructive criticism to them. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. So basically it's like knowing how to control our ego as well. Yeah. So then when we try to fight back or say like, just trying to like conform them into Believing that our opinions are like valid and they are not. So that's already, there's an ego. Yes. Fighting with each other.
1: When you do meditation, that's what happens is that you become aware of your ego, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And when there's no ego, there's no suffering. Yeah. So your suffering goes away
0: Mm -hmm. when you can
1: eradicate your ego yeah and it takes a bit of work but yeah it's it's available for everyone
0: everyone
1: can experience joy and bliss in every moment of their life
0: yeah because sometimes it's like you know in terms of like ego and there's a fine line between ego and self-respect or how do we differentiate between Mm -hmm. ego and that whole self-respect thing as well
1: so do you mean like... But in terms um, of relationships,
0: I think, is sometimes you let, say, you're in a romantic relationship and mm-hmm. then that person was doing things or say things, but sometimes that it doesn't sit well with you. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you're like, oh, I got to have that, you know, self-respect. So like, I just have to walk away. Or sometimes it's just your ego. Like, how dare you treat me like that? So I'm going to walk mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, having really clear emotional boundaries mm. is is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So when I say no to somebody, it's clear. It's clean, and it's clear, and it's said with kindness, love, and compassion. It's so clear that they get that it's a no, wow. and they don't it's... question me, mm. right? But when we say a no, because maybe I'm... Oh, I'm gonna say no, but what's this person's reaction gonna be? Are they gonna mm. be like weird to me? Or, you know, there's like our nose sometimes come like really loaded yeah. with you know what I mean, with all this other stuff that's going on with us. Mm. But yeah. once you can get some separation from your ego, going back to ego, Mm-hmm. When you get some separation from your ego, then when you deliver your information to whoever is in your field, mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of, of love and compassion. Yeah. So if somebody's kind of crossing your boundaries and you have to be firm mm-hmm. and shut them down yeah. and say no it comes out
0: really clean Mm. and not loaded. Yeah. So firstly, just know your emotional boundaries first and then just work your way around from that place. Yes. Yes. Amazing. That's something that I need to learn as well.
1: Yeah. It's super powerful when you practice. Here's what I want you to do. Mm. Practice it on everybody. Mm. Practice your clean, clear no on everybody. Just start throwing it out there because it, it, it does take practice yeah but once you get really good at it woof, super powerful it's become a habit yeah. yeah yeah people know where you stand mm. and, and people like that people like other people that are clear with them mm-hmm. so you could be saying a no but your energy is saying something different they're yeah. still reading the energy whether they know it or not so they're confused they're getting your no But you're saying something else that's loaded with all this
0: other stuff. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah, that's right when you put it that way because we're like energy beings. So other people, as well, they're very, you know, we're all very sensitive to energy. So you must be saying no and they must be catching that energy that you're putting out and saying that she's saying no, but she probably doesn't mean it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh That's right. Mm hmm. So before we wrap this up, I'd like to end it with three um, questions. So okay. First one is, share me one truth that only you know.
1: Oh, do you know what? I've been thinking about this since you sent this to me in an email. And mm. I do not have one thing Wow. that has come to mind. Hmm. Okay. That's probably not the answer that you want.
0: No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's fine because I think like, when you don't have that as thought, it's, it's true because you must be living your, like a true self. So you have nothing that you're hiding from anyone. Like That's who you are. Yeah. yeah. I guess. You know? Mm-hmm. And what does it mean to live a conscious lifestyle? Truth comes to mind.
1: Living in integrity. Being aware
0: of the
1: energy that you're putting out to the world. Mm-hmm. Being aware you know, and this goes back to your thoughts. If you're thinking negative things, you're just spewing negative energy out into the world. Yeah. You know, so living a conscious life is being constantly aware of the energy that you're putting out to others.
0: Amazing. And the final question is, what impact do you want to leave on this world?
1: You know, I would really love to
0: be a part of the... Rise in consciousness of humanity. Wow, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Do you have anything to share before we wrap this up?
1: No, that was beautiful. Thank you for thinking about me and including me in this this
0: chat. No, thank you for joining me. yes So I'm sure we can, you know, create this conscious awareness and spread this message across out. And you know, it, it, even if a few people listen to it, it's still making an impact.
1: Absolutely yeah you're beautiful thank you thank you
0: if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends thanks so much for listening and i hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self